Welcome to the What Is Life, the What Is Life podcast. Welcome to the What Is Life, the What Is Life podcast. Welcome to the What Is Life, the What Is Life podcast. Podcast, yeah. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spee's in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself, back at you with another episode, episode 37. And I want to say thank you for pulling up again. Thank you for coming through, stopping by, tuning in to the What Is Life podcast, making this a part of your daily routine, your evening routine. I don't care if you're cooking. I don't care if you're cleaning. I don't care if you're driving right now. I don't care if you're walking your pigeon. I don't care what you are doing right now. You are tuned in. You are listening. You are growing in awareness with me. You are raising your consciousness with me. And I thank you because without you all listening, there would be no What Is Life podcast. I would not even have this opportunity to be growing and vibing and living out my truth with you guys and girls. So thank you. I love you for that from the bottom of my heart. My heart is full right now. I wish y'all could see it. I wish y'all could feel it. Because we are all growing together. And there's nothing better than that. There's nothing better than that. And before we get any further into this discussion, yes, Pal Pullen is in attendance. He is laying by my foot. He is keeping my foot nice and warm. So don't be surprised if you hear his footsteps. Don't be surprised if you hear him yawn. Don't be surprised if you hear him snoring or get up and start walking off. He going to do what he do. So without further ado, thank you for tuning in. And let's get into it. So what are we talking about today? What are we discussing today? Well, we're discussing life today. We are discussing life today because in this life, what do we want? We all want happiness and we all want the freedom to just be ourselves. We all want happiness and we all want the freedom to be ourselves. But how can we be ourselves if we're not happy with ourselves? How can we be ourselves if we are always tearing ourselves down first before the world even gets a chance to? Why is it that we are not embracing ourselves more? Embracing what we do, embracing who we are as a being. Is it because that we don't know who we are? Do we feel locked, undeserving of happiness? Because we are afraid that the world will not accept us or love us for who we truly are. Is this why we 
have the word character in our vocabulary? Because all a character is, is a made up person. It's a made up thing. It's a made up idea. Sort of like happiness. Happiness is a idea. It starts with a thought. And then that thought is lived out through our vibrations. However we choose to let out that vibration. We can keep it in our mind or we can express it. We can express it through what we create. We can express it through our voice. We can express it through our actions. But we can't be fully happy until we know who we truly are. Because the fact that we are always questioning ourselves and that we are not content with who we are. I mean, yes, we, we are content in some aspects, but we always desire more. We always want more. Whether you're into reading books, you're always going to want to read more books. Or if you love movies, you're always going to watch the latest movie. Or if you love sex, then you're always going to try to get some sex. Happiness is something that we pursue. The pursuit of happiness is all about an idea of one man's vision of happiness. One woman's vision of happiness. Happiness is whatever you decide happiness is. So once you define happiness, you'll be able to pursue it. However, I must say that, I must say that it's harder to achieve happiness if you're not true to your nature. Some people do not like who we truly are deep down. Some people may not like who we are deep down inside. So we cover who we truly are with this character that we build up, this persona that we build up. We label ourselves as doctors, as teachers, as managers, as directors, as CEOs, all for what? All for what? At the end of the day, those labels don't mean anything because we are all human beings. Those titles are only there because there is a job assigned. And with those titles, it brings structure. And to keep that structure intact, 
these people in title positions have to enforce their rules, their laws, their regulations, so they can have the type of environment, so they can see their vision come to life. It just is just there to keep everybody in line in order. But people in high positions still are, are still human beings. They are still human beings. They still fuck up too. They're flawed just like us. We admire celebrities and people in these high positions because they embrace their flaws. They roll with the punches because they understand they're not going to be liked by everybody. But as long as they are true to themselves, they are able to always be in a state of happiness or what is presumed to be a state of happiness. And usually we associate happiness with money, jewelry, cars, real estate, your social group, the environment that you're living in. So we keep lusting and desiring after these things. And that happiness is only temporary. It wears off. It deteriorates. The people that we love near and dear who make us happy cause us that same pain, that same angst. And we put up with it because the happiness they bring outweighs the pain. But one day the people that we love will not be here anymore. And the physical. And that's why this life is so beautiful because right now in this moment, we are able to express how we feel. We are, we are aware of ourselves. We are aware of others. We can express our thoughts. We can, ex- we can express our feelings. But if we don't know how to cultivate our feelings, if we don't know how to cultivate our thoughts, if we don't know how to express these thoughts in a way that's most beneficial for everyone, then we will experience even more turmoil, even more chaos. And you're going to experience that either way but it's to the, de- to the degree that you want to experience that chaos. Things can be handled civil or it can get real ugly. But the beauty in that is that we have the choice. We have the choice as to how to handle these these situations. Because when you pursue happiness, you have to go through pain. 
Like you just can't have one without the other. You can't have one without the other. So to expect to be happy every single day when you wake up, that's not rational. That's not real. That's not reality. Because this life is hard. You know it. I know it. Pal knows it. God knows it. We all know it. This shit is not easy. There's so much that we have to learn. There's so much we have to unlearn. And there's so much that we have to do. We have to work. There's so much we have to work at. There's so much we have to work on. Why? Because happiness takes work. As a baby, all we saw was adults walking. So what did we want to do? What did we want to do? Naturally, we wanted to walk. Now, when we first learned to walk, yeah, we fell. We fell hard. Sometimes we fell cute. But we fell. We have to fall. Because naturally, what are we going to do? We're going to get back up. So the fall may hurt. But when you get used to falling, it's not so bad. Because you know that you can bounce back and get back up. And you know right there and then when you're laying on the ground, you're choosing to be on the ground. There's happiness and grace in falling. It's just admirable and honorable to see somebody stand back up, to see them get back up. Because this life comes in waves. And we're just learning how to equip ourselves to balance the highs and the lows of life. So when life does get low, we can remember not to trip because we can remember the good times. We remember the happy times. And we can embrace those lows because when we're in the trenches putting in that work, like for example, when I was going to ASU, I was going to school. I mean, yeah, I love school, but, you know, there's so many more things people would rather be doing than going to school. I was one of those people. So when I say people, I mean me. Wishing I was off in the mountains, wishing I was off in the beach. Wishing I was back home chilling. Wishing I was doing something other than being at school. wishing I was already making money off of this stuff that I learned in class. But when I graduated, I was happy as shit. I was so happy because I knew I could do it, but it's just nice to see it get done. It's nice to see me prove some people wrong. So when you are trying to achieve happiness, you have to understand you're going to have haters gravitate to your life. You're going to have Debbie Downers gravitate to your life. You're going to have some miserable, some painful experiences coming into your life. But when you already know all these things are coming, what we can do 
is program ourselves for this unrest that is bound to happen because it's going to come in a wave. And if we don't succumb to it, if we can get on our surfboard and fucking ride that shit, ride that wave, then we're going to be a-okay. That's why meditation is so important, especially for me. I feel like it's, it's really been, benefited me. Why? Because here's why. First, I got to, this is how I meditate. I take out my little mat. I get into that little pretzel, sit Indian style. Then I hum. I hum because why? When you, when you, make, when you make this hum sound, you're vibrating at 432 hertz. That's, that's the frequency that this earth that we are on vibrates at. So I'm getting my body used to the earth's vibration and I'm getting to know how I vibrate. I do that for five minutes, do that for 10 minutes, then I stop completely. And I just breathe. I really focus on my breath. And then I start to think about what is worrying me. Then I start to listen. And I just let my mind go. You have to let your mind go. When you meditate, you're not supposed to control because you can't control it. You can't control it at the moment. You're worried for a reason. So let, let yourself figure it out. Let yourself figure it out. And then your intuition will tell you which thoughts are true and which ones aren't. And then you'll come up with a solution to what's worrying you. And then that's when you'll know the meditation is over. That's when you'll know the meditation is over. Meditation is so important because you're putting your brain in a theta state. That's why your brain is in a state of hypnosis. The beauty of that is you are in total observation mode. So when these thoughts are flowing through, it's like you are seeing the thoughts. You're observing the thoughts. You have a 360 degree view of each thought. And you can release them or you can explore them even more. Meditation is a great tool to really use to calm yourself down when you're feeling overwhelmed. And also a great tool to use when you want to build your character or build yourself up. Because through this hypnosis state, you're able to use positive affirmations and say them over and over and over again. I say I say mine in threes. I don't try to over flood my body with all these commands as to what I want it to attract and what I want and what experiences I want to play and live out. Also, this is a great way to see into the future because you're able to notice patterns, patterns in the people you deal with, patterns in yourself, and so much more. I'll have to talk about this more in another episode because it's such a great tool. Like I've been using this tool since, or for six months, really trying to master this shit. 
Because with anything in life, it takes practice. And yes, it's hard at first. So if it's something that you, it's, that you don't see yourself getting past that little threshold for the first two weeks, then, yo, there are other ways to master your mind, but this is one of the best ways. And it'll teach you, really, how to be calm with yourself and show you how frustrated you will get because you cannot sit still. Sitting still is one of the hardest things to do, but it's actually pretty fucking peaceful once you're sitting still for like 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Becoming aware of yourself, breathing and being in control of your thoughts. Being aware of your thoughts. Seeing where all of these thoughts are coming from. And then you can plan accordingly. Like it just gives you so much clarity. Yeah, we'll talk about this in another episode. But anything in this life, once you decide to go after what makes you happy, best believe is going to take hard work. It's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take everything in you to really achieve it. That's why if you want long-term happiness, you have to put in some hard, long Work, effort, and I'm going to come clean with y'all. Like I used to be one of these people out here to preach happiness. All I want is happiness. Woohoo, go happiness. But I was so miserable when I was saying that. And sometimes I still feel miserable. Sometimes I feel still like I'm not shit. Because I know I'm not shit. But I remember everything that I am. To make me feel like, you know what? I'm cool as shit. Or I'm dope as shit. (laughs) Because we all ain't shit. And when I say that, what I mean is that we are no thing. We are an idea of ourselves. We can be any idea that we have of ourselves. We can shapeshift. We can switch routes, switch lanes any time we feel like it. We just have to put ourselves into a routine, into a system to really achieve what we want to achieve. So if you want to achieve happiness, it's going to take a routine. Because you have to program yourself in Really decide for yourself what happiness is. So when you do something over and over and over again, and you see that it's bringing you happiness more than it's causing you pain and suffering, then you're probably going to ride it out. You're probably going to stick with it, whatever it is that you're doing. I love this podcast because it doesn't matter whether I'm feeling horrible, whether I'm feeling happy. I'm still producing, doing something. I'm still enlightening and sharing through my experiences. I'm still getting things off my chest. And that's awesome. Making something out of nothing with you all, because this podcast would not exist without you all. And that makes me happy. 
I feel bummed out on days that I don't make podcasts. I feel like I'm not contributing to the world. But that's, that's what makes this so fun. So when I come and I do do it, I'm like, wow, this was awesome. This was great. I got to do another podcast. We got to do another podcast. We got to keep coming with another episode, with another episode, with another episode. We can't stop. The pain (laughs) and suffering that we go through, we low-key love it. We love that shit because we know that growth is coming and we know growth. We, We acknowledge growth. We accept that, especially if it's something that we love. Once we accept and embrace that the things that make us happy cause us the most pain, we're going to love the shit out of it because we're going to know and learn how to deal with that pain. But it's when that happiness is not being reciprocated. And that's when you got to bounce, bounce diggity ounce. Because I'm at such a state of happiness, right? I'm at such a state of happiness where I really enjoy my time alone and I really enjoy my time with other people. Whereas before, you know, I was happy, but I always felt like I was, there was something missing. Like I always felt like, oh, maybe it's a girl I need. Or maybe it's this career I need. But nothing was missing. I was just missing. And when I say I was just missing, that means I know and I'm aware of all the love that I have to give, but it's like I never gave that love to myself. And loving myself makes me happy. But that can also be seen as vain. That could also be seen as cocky. And it's none of the above. It's none of the above. But when I'm doing a job and when I'm doing a task, obviously I'm going to put my best foot forward and feel like I'm the best at what I do. So if I come off as that, then it is what it is. That's something that you have to deal with. I know who I am and who I am makes me happy. Whether I choose to share my happiness with you That's totally up to me. But if you know me, you know, it seems like I'm always happy. And it's because I am. Especially when I'm around cool, chill people who are happy too. But when I'm in a bad mood, when I'm not in too much of a good mood, it's nice to be around people who can uplift you and get you there. And wants to hear your voice and wants to hear you talk, wants to hear you express your emotions so they can have you feeling better. They can give you some clarity. They can give you some things to think about. That's why on the pursuit of happiness, it's nice to have friends. Because your friends are less judgmental. One thing about that is they might go tell your problems to somebody else. And one thing that I've learned, whether it's family or friends, people are going to tell my business. 
So if that's the case, then I have to embrace that because I know the information that I share with these people. It's nice to get off my chest. And if they want to share that with others, that's cool. Like I really don't care. And if not, then, you know, shout out to them because they care enough to want to spread that news. And that's awesome. That is awesome. Like you can't get mad at somebody who shares some bad news with people, but you don't get mad at them because they share good news with people. Like you got to take the good with the bad. You have to, you just have to. That's what happiness should be teaching all of us because I'd be doing the same things too. So what do I look like being a hypocrite, being mad? (laughs) What do I look like doing that, man? That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. But a lot of us like to try to have our cake and eat it too, but very slim chances in this life of happening because balance is just a natural part of life. It's law. It is what it is. There's no escaping that. So if you are the type that's always saying, oh, I just want to be happy. I'm just trying to be happy. I just want to be happy. Nine times out of 10 are you're miserable and you need to stop faking the funk and really learn yourself so you can achieve that happiness that you want. And if you are happy, share with others what's making you happy. Share with others things that you've done to achieve happiness. There is beauty in the struggle and we all have such an amazing story to share. We're all special beings. We're all beautiful souls, beautiful lights, man. So shout out to you for making it to the end of this podcast. Episode 37 is in the books. Happiness isn't real. It's an idea. It's all made up. You wouldn't even know what happiness is if somebody didn't tell you what happiness is. Because people can smile in your face all day and be in hell in this life. But Nat King Cole says, smile through it all. (laughs) So if you made it to the end, man, I love you. You're awesome. Thank you for listening to the What Is Life podcast, episode 37. If you haven't copped the book, A Love So Blind yet, I don't know. Maybe you don't know how to read. Maybe you don't like poetry. Maybe you're not trying to get in touch with your feminine side. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But it's more than just romantic love poems. Like, there's way more to that like the love between a father and a son love between a mother and a daughter there's more to it more to it it's not just a sap fest if that's what's stopping you from getting the book but that's neither here or there if you made it this far you're a visionary best believe it's getting spooky and stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned to episode 38 as always, it's your boy, Sensei Speeds, Mr. Cronkite himself. 
signing off.